Wheelie's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Good morning. Welcome to Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with me, Rob, and the GDC. Good morning, G. Another Sunday. Can't believe it. Morning, Rob. Morning, everybody listening. We have got a huge show in store for you this morning. Queerly loves on the way. Spin it or bin it. And um, oh, look out for that train. Yaz on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with The Only Way Is Up. <sighs> what a start to the show. What a start. Yaz. Is that the full name? I wonder. No. Well spotted. Uh, Yaz and the Population People, I believe, is the full name of the group. Ah, oh, catchy. Rolls off the tongue. Just gone informal, because <laughs> I know Yaz so well. You do. Personal um. friend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, morning. Anyway, Sunday again. Here we are. Yeah, I know. Last day of January. What the hell? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where's that gone? January's felt like the longest month in... So- well, it always does, doesn't it? Do you think? Ways. Yeah, but it's oh, gone quickly. it's flown by, yeah. It's gone quickly, but it has felt long. I also can't believe this time last week we were covered in snow <laughs> yes yeah we were that does feel like quite a while ago um anyway how has your week been since then i've had an epic week this week i like really busy i, I work tax return which we won't talk about oh exciting um, i know exciting really productive uh, seems to like loads of birthdays um a lot of triumphs in the culinary department which i might talk about later um <laughs> Yeah, discovering new podcasts. It's a sin, which I know we're going to talk about later. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Just there's been a lot going on, and kind of yesterday I went for a really long walk and was, I, you know, when you get lost in your thoughts. I was sort of not really thinking. Ended up down a random, random track I'd never been down before, and found this beautiful walk. And then was reflecting, going, God, I wonder, I wonder if I should start making some kind of diary log of what this last year's been like. Because when mm. you know, in twenty, thirty years' time, when I'm recounting tales to kids and grandkids going you're not going to believe this time that happened back in 2020 2021 yeah. when we were locked down and uh, you know how it was because this it was sort of i was going god this is really quite historical what we've been through and i'd sort of for- forgotten we're going through it. it it was weird i had a really yeah it was a weird daydreamy <laughs> moment I thought you were going to say someone found you and asked you if you knew where you lived, <laughs> what your address was. Looking, Are you okay, dear? <laughs> you look very confused. You it's look very, very cold out here. Come on, sir. Can we help I've you? I've got very sturdy shoes on. Um. <laughs> no, weird. Yeah, so there we are. Good week. Good week. Busy week, productive week. Good. And good. how about you? I had a good week, although at one point I did feel like I was sort of becoming decrepit and falling apart. Last week when I was in the show, I'd done my back in. I didn't say anything, but I was in quite a lot of pain trying to you know sound chipper on the radio wow you did soldier um, on very well in that case and that that got worse for a few days so like tuesday i was just like flat out and uh found some some decent uh like anti-inflammatory drugs in the cupboard which sorted me out brilliant um and then at the same time i got like a toothache which is not something i've ever, I've ever really had in my whole life um <laughs> wow. so i had to go to the dentist for the first time in 15 years 15 years yeah <gasps> yeah Rob. so i'm off to the dentist thinking i'm gonna get right telling off here um but it was fine it was quite nice it was <laughs> in uh when there's like a limitation on what we can do at the minute actually morning at the dentist <laughs> was quite a lot of fun a jolly um, trip out and my new dentist sean he's lovely we had a really nice chat and he sorted me out um well i've got to go for a filling next week um was the upshot of it wow you've had a full medical makeover this week yeah yeah, so apart from, you know, feeling 
a lot of pain and sort of like everything was going wrong. Actually, quite a good week. Got back into work, I think, properly this week for the first time since we moved and since Christmas, which has been quite nice. Um, I feel a bit more focused on that. Um, good things happening. Yeah, I feel very settled in the new flat. We've got blinds up now. Well done, um, well done. I say we, I had nothing to do with that. Uh, entirely <laughs> producer Luke's work. Oh, and also, uh, producer Luke and I celebrated 10 years together. I which know. Was, yeah. I think that game is a surprise to both of us, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And can I can I just ask, because you've not mentioned one thing, do you think yeah. um, any of these health-related issues are to do with uh, today, by any chance? Because what what is today, yeah. Rob? Um, it might be my birthday. Yes, it is yeah, your birthday. Today. And yeah. I love that on your birthday, you're still powering on with Queerly's Bottom Brunch. <laughs> Why not? Too right. I'm sending you tons of love via our Zoom call and live on there. Happy birthday, my, Thank my you. lovely friend. What an- Thank you. Uh, should we get some more music on now? Yeah, okay. I'm yes. excited to play this one. Oh, good. Uh, Michelle Gale. Sweetness. Love it. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Studio Killers on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Good morning to Sam in Brighton. He sent a message in saying um, happy birthday to me. Thanks. Um, he said, sweetness is my weakness. No, literally, I'm diabetic. Um, <laughs> in reference to the Michelle Gale classic we played before that. Brilliant. Thanks, Sam, for getting in touch. <laughs> and a very good morning to Ellie and Nick, who are listening in Eastbourne. They're having a little bop around with baby daughter Goldie. How lovely. Morning. Morning to all of you. Um, right, G, I need to ask you a question. Um, have okay. you heard of Shanty Talk? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a is this a new bedroom manoeuvre that I don't know about? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, this? not at all. Um, this is a new craze on TikTok, um, singing sea shanties um, on TikTok. Uh, is this an actual thing? Yeah, it's a, a real thing. Um, so, uh, a guy called Nathan Evans from Scotland, up until now, was a postman, not famous. Right. Um, he posted to TikTok a traditional sea shanty, him singing a traditional sea shanty, which is very difficult to say. And I don't think I'd actually said it out loud until just now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyway, it's gone viral. Huge craze. He's now number three in the charts. No. With this song, a remix of the sea shanty. So he's gone another level. Um, It's called Waterman. I've got a little clip here. Let me just play this for you. There once was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a bully of tea The winds blew up her bowed up down Oh below my bully boys blow Seen not been two weeks from shore When down on her a right whale bore The captain called all hands and swore He'd take the whale in tow Soon may the well man come To bring the sugar and tea and rum One day when the time is done We'll take our leave and go The look of shock on your faces. What <laughs> am I listening to? Oh, um, well, the... you are listening to the highest charting debut single by a Scottish artist in almost a decade. Oh, come on, I can't, um, I can't. At number three. It's called Wellerman. That's the Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted remix. I know I sound like an old Bill man, but Ted. I just, I feel like, yeah, no, not that, not, it's like, it's one word, it's a pun. Um, but I just feel like it's all gone too far now, this TikTok music business honestly don't you? I do, do you know that sounds like donald wears your trousers do you remember that <laughs> yeah but perhaps that is a scottish sea shanty i don't know how is this how is this happening how is tiktok doing this i just can't even 
deal the remix i like can you imagine dancing to that in a club yeah but this see this is where i got to thinking about it it's like there's a ma- this is a big fuss about this a massive craze it's nothing new is it remember this probably enough of that <laughs> that's um, way too much but i mean that's morning. what 20 years old yeah shamrock doing i mean i know it's not a sea shanty that's a traditional irish song this, um tell me ma what are we doing to the listeners at like pre-midday <laughs> grab your partner by the hand Ozido. i can't but then cope. i went even further back and i thought no they can't claim this is like some sudden discovery to remix kind of folky songs because look remember this one Which I actually really like. <laughs> I, I could, that was huge. That song. Do you remember? Yeah, I was a huge fan of the Rednecks, and I remember being like such a fan of that song. And then finding out they did a follow-up song, which was called "Old Poppin and Oak," <laughs> and <laughs> I was so desperate to get my hands on it. I used to go for a brief period. There was a record shop literally in like the town I went to school in, and I used to go in every single day and ask this man <laughs> if he'd got. Old Poppin' and Oak in, yeah, on cassette single. <laughs> and every day, I mean, this is so long ago, he would look in his little catalogue and he would say, well, it says it's coming out here on Wednesday, so I hope <laughs> that comes in. I'll be back next day. Where's Old Poppin' and Oak? Um, but, yeah, so anyway, I'm a really big fan of Cotton Nigel. I think we should play the whole song, don't you? Absolutely not. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I know you have editorial Yeah, um, and it's my birthday. It, honestly, of all the songs in the world you'd want to hear for your birthday, it would be Cotton Eye Joe it's among the it's among the top choices I look, i'm gonna wow. be diplomatic about wow. this and let's let's let the listeners decide oh god shall we okay fine yep okay um, I'm, on board. I'm on board so right we're gonna do a twitter poll i think if i can make that work okay um so yeah uh, head to our twitter at queerly radio um you can vote in our poll which uh, the options will be uh cotton eye yes or cotton eye no Oh, I see what Do you Do you want there. to hear Cotton Eye Joe in full this morning? Right, go there now, at Quilly Radio on Twitter. Um, and you can decide, and I just hope that you don't ruin my birthday. Anyway... Oh, uh, birthday, Rob. <laughs> you are so funny. I love that you're doing this, and this could well be the last show from the GDC. Let's just say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were your reasons for leaving? Well, just a refusal not to play Rednecks. Um, all right, here's some more music now. This is Will Young. Wheelie's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Charlotte Church on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with a song that I had totally forgotten existed until you put it on the playlist today, G. Ah, uh, honest, I love it when you discover some. Why am I echoing? Echo. Oh, I haven't. Echo, I, I, echo, you've. Echo. Um, you're not muted. You haven't muted your Zoom. Oh, so you were so into the song. You need to mute your Zoom. Oh, it's me. Yes, yeah, your fault. <laughs> Honestly, this is what happens when you get carried away with your own song choices. Sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, love that song. Anyway, waffle, really waffle, good. waffle. Yeah. I didn't have. Really I didn't had to buy. I had to buy that song this week because I didn't have it in my collection. Oh wow! But I'm glad I have. I now own "Call My Name" by Charlotte Church. Amazing, love it. Yeah, good. All right, morning to Nikki and Sid Cup. She's been in touch to say loving the chat this morning. Um, really not sure about the pirate trance song, uh, <laughs> referring, I believe, to the shanty talk hit Wellerman. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, and I'm not sure about it either. Although, uh, following on from you asking to do a poll to play Cotton Eye Joe, my neighbour Lorraine, who's listening. Good morning, Lorraine. Thanks for tuning in. She said she'd like to register a vote for Cotton Eye Joe to be played. <laughs> yes, um, Lorraine. Oh, as just Jess in Brighton. Yes. Um, and I'm just saying, prep my P45. I'm out of here. Well, I'm just going to go to Twitter now for an update on our poll there. Um, You'll be pleased to know that 71% of people said cotton eye yes. Uh, And just 29% cotton eye no. There's still 11 minutes left to vote if you want to hear Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks on the show this morning. Head to Twitter at Queerly Radio. Now, not detracting from the most important thing, which it it is your birthday today. Happy birthday again. Thanks. Um, I'm doing very quick mentions to some other birthdays this week. Oh, um, wow. My cousin Jamie. <laughs> uh, no, this is good. I'm, 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 this is good. We've got to be all inclusive for everybody. Yeah, okay. Not all about not you. just about me. No, that's right. Uh, my cousin Jamie, um, her daughter Miley, uh, my friend Taylor, and turning 18 on Friday was my brother Jan. Epic. Um, happy birthday to all of you. Um, and are we going to do a little reveal now? Because I might have sent something to you. Yes, so this mysterious box has turned up, which was intercepted by producer Luke, along with all other (laughs) posts and anything that came to us this week. So I'm sure some important business affairs will be being neglected. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I think he's identified the right, correct box. Okay. So I'm just going to grab it and try not to destroy the studio. I love this. Uh, I really also hope it's the right box. You're now not opening a random present from somebody else. And this is actually mine. Um, maybe just pretend it is yours if I've done that totally um, okay I'm, so yeah, it's, a, it's a box it's quite a big box it's slightly bigger than a shoe box listeners just to give you a just to paint a picture here of what's inside um, it's a standard brown corrugated cardboard outer layer um, no expense spared on but inside packing. a lovely uh, bluey green box it says mm. hampers.com and now I feel like um, when they give away a holiday on a quiz show and they go <laughs> <laughs> You're going to Marbella with icelolly.com, but it's not. Okay. I assume, unless you're slightly getting money from hampers.com. I love you dearly, um, but I'm not sending you on holiday. I'm really sorry. Uh, and so I'm just going to open now. Oh, wow. Um, wow. This is, I thought this was going to be a joke present nope. or something embarrassing. No. Nope. This is just really nice. Um, oh, thank you. Epic. I really thought you were just setting me up for like an <laughs> embarrassing birthday no, moment. I'm not that cruel. I literally Aww. have just done you a mega box Thank of you. Uber treats so that there's, you could just have a lovely, indulgent day. I mean, I can't list it all because there's too much in here, but there's popcorn. There's what looks like some really nice oh, biscuits, chocolates, well, loads of chocolates, tea, coffee, jams, peanuts, dry roasted, my favourite. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Epic. Thank you so much. That's very, very kind. I really hope you're just going to have a sofa afternoon and just get through that box. (laughs) I'm going to eat everything in this box this afternoon. Good. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, My absolute pleasure. Just say that into the microphone. Thank you. That's very kind. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. And um, other big things, other big kind of anniversaries. J-Lo's second album is 20 years old this week. Mm, She's ageing a lot better than I am. Have, I don't know if you saw this, but she basically, to, in celebration of this anniversary, she recreated part of one of her song's videos, um, which I'm not going to, we're going to play the song next. But okay. honestly, it, she posted it and everyone was posting <laughs> going, wow, J-Lo hasn't aged 
a bit in 20 years. And she really, really has not. She looks incredible. Is she 50-something? Um, well, she must be. She must be. She looks phenomenal. And uh, so she did this little clip and posted it and go, I can't believe my, al- my second album is 20 years old. And just did this recreation of this song. And I thought... Gosh, she looks amazing. And also the song's a bit of a bop, isn't it? Well, yeah, good on her. And also that album could have come out last week. Still sounds fresh today. Absolutely agree. Right, let's hear a song from it. This is Love Don't Cost a Thing by Jennifer Lopez. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Jason Derulo and Adam Levine with Lifestyle on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. That was one of our... One of the rejected choices from Spin It or Bin It last week, I believe. Well, it was indeed. And you know, you picked some great strong choices last week and I listened to that in the week. And I, I haven't done that before. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if technically that's in the rules of Spin It or Bin yeah, It. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, oh, yeah. good. I mean, we, There's no rules. Everyone gets a second chance here. Um, (laughs) Good, too right uh, Spin it or bin it on the way later this morning But now it's time for Hashtag Queerly Loves This is our weekly look at the latest TV, film, podcast, books, recommendations Things we've been watching, reading, listening to And we share them with you In the hope that during lockdown it gives you something to stay entertained with, I suppose Yeah Um, I'm going to go first this week I'm going to start with a book Which actually I was reminded about because I was watching a TV show on iPlayer, which I'm only just sort of a few episodes into, so I won't recommend it yet. But it's called A Teacher, and it's about an inappropriate relationship between a teacher and a student. Um, and the book I want to recommend came out last year in hardback, was a sort of big critical success. It's now out in paperback form for your beach holiday that you're not going on. Um, <laughs> it's called My Dark Vanessa. Um, it's a quite a harrowing tale. 15-year-old Vanessa gets into a relationship with her 45-year-old English teacher, oh. um, this guy called Jacob Strain. Um, nasty piece of work. Uh, and it's kind of d- dual timeline, so what happened at the time and then uh, years later, how it's affected her life. Um, all sorts of big themes in there, consent, coercion, manipulation, um, and this idea of what makes someone a victim. Um, so I don't want to spoil it, but like there's sort of a, a path which both of the characters go on, and then there's lots of questions about who, where blame lies, and, you know, all Interesting. Of this. Um, very, very much a disturbing adult book, uh, not for bedtime stories. Um, I, I enjoyed it as a book, gripping, you know, page turner, all the usual cliches. Uh, and I think... At the you know it's still a very 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 topical issue which is worth exploring so highly recommended uh, my dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell that's out now in paperback um, next up TV uh, this is a new true crime documentary documentary what's that word documentary on Netflix it's called Night Stalker um, it's sort of about one of the it's about one of the most notorious vicious serial killers in American history and. Um, <sighs> Love it already. It's all happening in uh, <laughs> California in the 80s. Uh, the Night Stalk was sort of the nickname given to this guy. Um, I've got a little clip from the trailer just to kind of give you sort of some context and really sort of sell how just how scary this show is. I was on the freeway and here comes somebody speeding and all of a sudden he just swerves around my car. It's like he's right there, like a moment stop. And he has this horrible big grin. And he's missing all these teeth. He just stared at me like a killer clown. We got us a serial killer. There was no doubt about it. This was a pretty sick individual. The so-called night stalker who has terrorized California. The same man is suspected in six to eight murders and 25 to 30 attacks. He's someone that will go into a home at night and will kill. I 
woke up to a very loud noise to which I responded, John, and immediately I knew it wasn't John, but something was there. <sighs> so that's Night Stalker oh, on Netflix. That sounds um, great. <laughs> the, the, the trailer really, that, that intensity of like suspense and fear is present throughout. It's very much do not watch this before you go to bed. Okay. Um, but as, in terms of documentary and the way that they keep the tension and the twists and the frights going, it's really well made. So that's Night Stalker on Netflix. Amazing. Um, recommend that. The last one, oh, another Netflix, is the film. Um, it's called The Dig. It came out this week. Um, it's sort of a personal reason for putting this in. Um, it's about the discovery of Anglo, an Anglo-Saxon accent. I can't talk this morning. I haven't even had a drink. birthday drink yet, no. Oh. Um, the discovery of an Anglo-Saxon burial site in Suffolk, um, a place called Sutton Hoo, which is actually just down the road from where I grew up. Oh, no way. So I'm sort of interested to see this film and the, the story, but it's actually a great film. Ralph Fiennes plays this excavator called Basil Baxter, um, and he nails the Suffolk accent, which I don't think mm. anyone's done on screen before who isn't um, sort of from Suffolk although I understand he was born there but moved away very quickly um, so uh, yeah he does a very good job of that um, yeah really good watch perfect for a Sunday afternoon if you're looking for a film today there's also like a little gay subplot um, although it's a bit a bit underbaked that one it's more of a sort of tool for Lily James's storyline right um, but you know it's in there no, not whatever nice. good work that's The Dig on Netflix um, now great picks um, today thank really you really enjoyed that so rattling through uh, now time for my record of the week mm. um, it's from Tom Aspel who if you don't know he's a great queer artist who we support here and the sort of person you might be hearing songs from on Out Loud which is on After Us today with Kenny Fitzpatrick and um, this is a new song from Tom he's teamed up with a group called Funk LeBlanc which you have to make sure you say correctly uh, and <laughs> Madeline Wood uh, the song's called The Program and it's from a forthcoming special edition of his album Black Country Disco. Uh, have a listen to this and do let us know what you think at Queerly Radio on Twitter. Tom Aspel, Funk LeBlanc and Madeline Wood with the programme. That's my record of the week this week on hashtag Queerly Loves. That's fantastic. Um, what a great choice. Wow. I really like that song. I think we'll be playing that one again. I definitely think we will. I might um, play it after the show again and just pop around the kitchen <laughs> a little bit. Well, if you do want to hear it, don't forget you can hear the show in full on Spotify from tomorrow, including all the songs. Love so, that. Easiest way to find it if you want to hit, add any of these songs to your own playlists. Check us out on Spotify. Although I'm not search for bottomless. I'm not sure I want to listen to my own voice. You can. You, I mean, voice. you can skip through any of it. Oh, really. okay, fine. So <laughs> it's it's made for you. Um, <laughs> right now, time for part two of hashtag Queerly Loves uh, the GDC. Your choices, please. Yes. Yeah, so you know I love a walk. So I'm I'm rattling through podcasts like you wouldn't believe. Um, this one's called The Travel Diaries with Holly Rubenstein, who's um, a journalist and a travel writer. Um, each week she brings on a guest and basically interviews, they're, they're usually a high profile traveler, and she goes through eight travel chapters of their life and discovers travel experiences and how they've been shaped uh, into the person that they are. Um, uh, and I, I was gravitating towards this because, well, as I've said before, I love a lot of crime stuff and I thought, well, we can't do any travel. I really do miss going on holiday. And I would love to hear some uh, reports and recounts of people's adventures and places that I've never been to. And it really, it's lovely. It's really incredible. And, and they, they paint the most vivid pictures of some astonishing places in the world, like bucket list, top choices, earliest travel memories, places that they wouldn't go to again, and hidden <laughs> gems that people may not know about. Um, so I've 
I've listened to about five episodes now, and I've, I've, Sir Ranulph Fiennes, epic, epic explorer. He knows. He knows about travel. He knows a bit about travel. He's done a bit. Uh, honestly, though, he does talk about his harrowing experience of travelling alone in Antarctic and um, getting frostbite. He went missing for a bit at one point. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And his attempts, three attempts to climb Everest, one of which resulted in a heart attack. Like, he's astonishing. His travel diaries were amazing. Um, Nadia Hussein, uh, who you might know from Bake Off. Bake Off, yeah. 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 Uh, She's got some incredible stories. Dynamo's on there. Sir Michael Caine and Yotta Motolenghi, the the chef. So there's really some amazing guests. And honestly, if any of you listening are just craving a, a holiday and thinking of summery climbs winter climbs wherever it's 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 a lovely escape uh highly recommend it uh the that travel sounds diaries. great mm. yeah really really good, good. really good and I, I i found that like tv travel documentaries are like a nice thing to watch at the minute because actually surprisingly an hour of joanna lumley kind of gesturing at things is um <laughs> does feel like you've been away for a bit i, and it's I agree a nice thing to do we need it great right now. recommendation we need it yeah. right now um second podcast from me i discovered this entirely by accident and i I honestly, I can't even tell you how obsessed I am with this. This is called The Apology Line with Marissa Bridge. Uh, The tagline for this is, if you could call a number and say you're sorry and no one would know, what would you apologise for? Oh, I like that. Uh, Like a secret confessional. Yes. So this was a groundbreaking conceptual art project developed um, by a man called Alan Bridge between 1981 and 1995. That's how long this ran for. Uh, he called himself Mr. Apology. And just overnight in Manhattan, these flyers appeared all over the city saying, you can call this apology line completely anonymously. Don't say your name. But if you need to get something off your chest, you can get it off your chest. <sighs> uh, and he used uh, telephone answering machines in his in his flat. He recorded all these anonymous calls. He collected them and played them back to anyone who called the line as well. They could also listen to other people's apologies. Um, and basically, thousands of callers flooded this line, confessed to loads of things from shoplifting, infidelity, drug dealing, but also murder. And he became oh completely obsessed with this. And the, Honestly, so this is run by his wife, Marissa Bridge, who was with him obviously this entire time, but talks not only about Alan and how he was obsessed with this and how it became such a major um, art project for him, but was they, they did a few galleries where they installed telephone booths and got people in to listen to calls. Um, it was made into a film, um, but also it descended him into this spiral of crazy because... He was sort of dealing with all these problems that people were offloading. Yeah, overwhelmed by just people's trauma and grief and yeah. all sorts. Honestly, it it is absolutely riveting. I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, some, some of the calls are disturbing. Some of them are laugh out loud hilarious. It's a six episode series. Um, at the moment, she's only releasing them weekly and I've binged the first three. So I'm desperate for the next one to come out. But that is <laughs> the apology line with Marissa Bridge. Uh, highly recommend that. This is possibly a really inappropriate time to remind people that they can leave us a message at any point by going to hello.quiddyradio.com. Um, if you want to apologize, confess anything. I mean, it is totally anonymous. So um, <laughs> perhaps don't confess to murder. No, you've opened think a we're flood handle that (laughs) i'm not equipped keep it light and frothy and lovely (laughs) yeah um yeah (laughs) and then lastly for me on hashtag queerly loves um 
TV It's a Sin, uh, okay. w- which everyone is talking about. Obviously, the Channel 4 uh, five-episode series with Ollie Alexander, written by Rossity Davies. But I know you mentioned this last week, and we've probably got a lot to talk about. So we've decided just to save this, haven't we, for a, sep- a separate yeah. section altogether. Yeah. We're going to be at bonus Queerly Loves coming up yes. after some more music. All right. Well, looking forward to that chat. Uh, before that, his Anne-Marie and KSI. This is called Don't Play. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Taylor Swift on Quilly's Bottomless Brunch. Good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. We hope you're all well. Um, we're gonna we're doing a little bonus hashtag Queerly Loves bit now here to talk about It's a Sin, um, sort of a TV phenomenon that has developed in the last week. Last uh, we talked about it last week. I'd watched one episode, uh, and this week finished the whole lot. Uh, G, you've seen them all now as well. Is yep, that right. I have. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, quite an intense week of TV viewing uh lots of tears <laughs> yes. along the way yes um but actually yeah what what a phenomenal show uh done brilliantly and i'm amazed you know it's amazing to see the response it's had the amount of discussion around it um you know column inches after column inches after column inches um dedicated to the topic of hiv and aids um most of it in a positive way which is obviously a very different picture to the, the situation in the eighties when the show was set. Agreed, agreed. Um, I think, I think what's interesting is uh, hearing some reaction from people who've not even watched it and maybe not even seen a trailer and just said, "Oh, it, it's about gays and HIV. I don't want to watch it. I, mm. I can't relate to it. I'm not going to get anything from this." I can, I can, I can understand where that comes from i think the the good thing about this is that 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 may have been what people thought seeing the adverts around christmas time and now you know it gets written about in in the right media and actually it it, it does build an audience of people that wouldn't necessarily have picked it over an episode of midsummer murders but like i think that's great and i think that that is changing a lot this has reached a much wider audience than it perhaps otherwise would and I think Channel 4 have done a, an outstanding job on the marketing of it. Because, you know, even my mum said, my mum said, oh, I'm going to watch that programme with Keely Hawes in it about about AIDS. And it's like, well, that's obviously like the way in which it's got to her, which is correct. She loves Keely Hawes and we all love Keely Hawes. Um, but see, so the fact of that sort of surprised me. Um, but I it's good. It's right. reaching lots of people. I, I, we don't want to give away any spoilers because we know it's going out once a week on Channel 4 and not everyone will have watched all five episodes yet. Um, so we're trying to talk generally about things I liked about it. Okay, yes. Um, one was just that it was an education for me. And, you know, I feel like I should know about that stuff. And I know probably more than the average person, but there was certainly a lot in there that I didn't understand. I mean, the whole idea which comes up in the first episode of of Richie, the character played by Ollie Alexander, kind of, you know, not believing that AIDS was a real thing. I l- and and living that's life so interesting skeptical and not believing it and then having another group of people who are going look this is a, a massive problem that is basically being hidden by the government and the media um and you need to know about it and you need to worry about it and actually if this was happening to any other group of people or you know straight white men for example there would be like front page spreads outcry government intervention everything so that was something that i found kind of shocking um do you know what i'm um, picking up from that what's yeah what's 
I love that you said about being educated in something because I felt the same. My biggest apprehension about watching this was how heavy it was going to be, how depressing it was going to be, how it was going to crush me at this moment because of what we're going through and because every you know every day is a roller coaster for us in lockdown. Sometimes I do just want to watch something frothy and uh, that's lighthearted and doesn't make me overthink or take me to different places or make me absolutely ball it like normal people did last year. Yeah. But what was another astonishing thing was. Uh, total, total admiration for the soundtrack for this show, which was off the scale amazing. I think the trailer representation of um, that time in the 80s, the partying, the group of friends, I mean, they really painted that so well. It just made me want to go out clubbing and listening to these songs. Um, but also brought up every possible emotion of the time, which I hadn't even really considered, which was the unknown aspect. How much do people know about this? What are they putting in the press? Oh, this is happening in America. This doesn't apply so much to people in London. People getting really fearful, people really anxious, but others just going, well, this isn't happening to us or, or, or scaremongering. No, this isn't a real thing. And all those, all those emotional um, sides to it are things I hadn't even considered. I hadn't really even thought about what people yeah. might be going through. And in a way... Um, not drawing a huge parallel, but when you're faced with a new virus that you don't really understand and don't know so much about, it is, isn't it fascinating how people deal with life differently and how what you're told to do, what you should be doing, what, what people choose not to do? I mean, people can relate to this given what we're going through right now. I was just going to say exactly the same thing. The, the amount of misinformation that was around it is, you know, look where we were this time a year ago. right. <laughs> very very similar there are parallels and i think you know that's maybe that has been helpful in, in bringing more people to the show i don't know and um, just to pick up on a thing you said the soundtrack obviously amazing i think if you are if you are apprehensive about watching the show because you think it's going to be too heavy and too upsetting like let's not beat about the bush it really is it really really is in places but it's tempered with this fun elements and joy and the thing that i, I think I like about the show a lot is the representation of this group of queer friends and how they live together and interact. And I think it reminded me so much of our, of our group of friends and how we are together and how we have been perhaps when we were a bit younger, like they are in the show. Um, and that was, you know, that was a nice thing to see done well on screen. Cause I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen that done properly before agreed girls boys straight gay some in yeah. between like and how they mingled together the how they created you're right that that friendship the the banter the lot they all look so relaxed i mean the casting is brilliant really they they just look like they're getting on so well and and also the the writing of it it's it feels very natural and very uh realistic um and there's been question marks about some of the performances. I don't know if you've read in some of the reviews. Somebody I'm not really getting into that because I just I don't have any quibbles. And I think anything gets so popular, then people start picking holes in it. So right not, center, let's yeah. leave that because, you know, we don't need to we don't need to chip away. At it. There'll always be a critic. And it's usually someone who's disgruntled because they weren't in it or they didn't get the person who is in it to do something else. So, um, yeah. So, and I don't think that's, I don't think there's anything for me that I can identify as a problem with the show. I think it's great. And I think absolutely five stars, highly recommended, you know, must watch, but just get the tissues ready. Cause you will cry. I had to space it. I did um, have to space it out in two chunks of viewing because I knew I could tell by the end of episode three, when I was, 
pretty much on the floor in a in a ball of tears <laughs> that I, I had to brace myself for the, for the final two episodes and I'm, I'm also glad I savored it you know that I did break it up and watch it in a in a second section and uh, yeah you 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 are gonna cry if you don't you your heart's stone yeah see a doctor <laughs> see a doctor immediately right we have mentioned the soundtrack we've said it's brilliant we're gonna play three songs right now and a couple more on the way just to celebrate that and then we're going to talk a bit more after this um about the kind of current situation mm. with hiv and aids because um well it's good news really isn't it now there's a very different time and things have moved on so we're just gonna have a little look at that after these three great songs starting with this one uh, from kelly murray Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Years and years with their cover of It's a Sin from the TV show. It's a Sin. How beautiful starring. is that version? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hadn't considered that when I was thinking about the show just now and then trying to come back on the radio holding it together. But yeah, uh, <laughs> years and years uh, covering It's a Sin by the Pet Shop Boys from the TV show It's a Sin, which we've been talking about this morning. Um, one of the things that uh, I think, not a criticism of the show, but something that's come up in its presentation is obviously it focuses on this time period in the 80s when things were very bad in terms of uh, what was happening with HIV and AIDS, how it was received, how people thought of it, the treatment um, of anyone with with it and gay people in general. Um, and something that people said is it, it, it's important to highlight now that the situation is very, very different in 2021. Massively. Um, I don't know if you felt this, but I remember watching Queer as Folk as a teenager and having no frame of reference outside of that for what was shown on screen. And I kind of went away from it with all these things that I believed were 100% true about life and inevitably going to happen to me. Oh, totally. Like, I, um, I don't want to go out because... I- I'm going to be made to do all the drugs in the world and I, I'm, I, I don't want to do that. It's not what I want to be. And uh, yeah. I, it ter- some things terrified me about that show. I mean, it was eye-opening because as teenagers and not really having exposure to gay community and gay life, mm. watching that was such an education. But like, there, was so, there were elements of it that were exciting and elements of it were terrifying. Like, oh my, I never want to go out. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's the same situation now. Young people watching It's a Sin... Um, may not realise that what they're seeing is now a very, very, very different situation. And and equally, like, you know, I think my parents were watching It's a Sin. I'd like them not to think that that was kind of things were still the same. I agree. Um, There's a worry about that, isn't there? I, I think, I hope people do have a frame of reference, which is, look, this was a very different situation when it was really... Uh, uncharted territory people did not understand it didn't know how to treat it didn't even know how it was transmitted and um so yes we're in a very different situation science is incredible and the advance the advances in in diagnosis and treatments now which we're going to touch on now um you may not be aware of this but we are not doctors um so i've been looking (laughs) at the terence higgins trust website um and they've got some key things you should know about HIV and AIDS in twenty in the twenty twenties, um, HIV and AIDS are not the same thing. Um, HIV is the stands for hum, human immunodeficiency virus. Um, AIDS is when the immune system is compromised. Um, it's a collection of illnesses that happen then. So that's an important distinction to make. Um, modern treatments can keep the virus in check, um, so people can live a normal life and be HIV positive. Uh, just take medication once a day. Um, and those treatments help protect the immune system and keep people healthy. Um, the thing to add to that is if you're on effective treatment, you can't pass HIV on. 
So if it's not detectable in your system, you can't pass it on, um, which is, I think, you know, that's a huge thing, isn't it? Because the, the big issue, and it's a sin, was just this transmission and how rapidly it spread because of because of that because it was present and no and completely out of control no treatment at all agreed and that statistic is incredible 98 percent of people diagnosed with hiv in the uk are on treatment and 97 percent of those are virally suppressed which means they cannot pass the virus on i mean that's huge 97 percent cannot pass yeah. the virus on I mean, it's a completely different picture. Um, the other thing now, we have drugs like PrEP, which uh, prevent you contracting HIV if you do sleep with someone who is HIV positive. It protects you from it. It's a you know a daily pill that you can get on the NHS, I believe now. Um, so that's a massive, massive step in terms of, of stopping the spread. Um, but Terence Higgins Trust do point out that discrimination still exists and there's still stigma which needs to be tackled. And obviously that's something they work hard to do. They also say there is a goal that by the end of this decade, uh, the epidemic will be over. And they're working to end transmissions in the UK by 2030. They've got cross-party support from the UK government. So let's hope that in 10 years' time, it's a thing of the past. Indeed, and they do amazing work uh, going into schools, discussing relationships and educating children and their community projects are amazing they've got loads of information on their website um it's incredible what they do for sex education um, yeah and communities i've just tweeted a link to um everything that i've just told you and you can read it in a less garbled more precise form (laughs) thank you dr rob Um, thank you and uh incredibly as well is uh this a lot of the stars of the show talking about how it's impacted their life. Um, one of the actors, Nathaniel Hall, who plays uh, Ollie Alexander's boyfriend in the show, uh, has been very open and discussing about how having sex for the first time at 16 with a... Uh, he had a two-week whirlwind romance with a guy in his 20s and contracted HIV the first time he'd had sex and was diagnosed just after his 17th birthday. Uh felt immense shame, stigma, self-hatred, and didn't tell family or friends for 14 years that he was wow. living with that. And he was told he had 37 years to live. And that was, <gasps> and that was it at the time. Um, he, was, uh, he, he talks very openly uh, in the press about this, which is also incredible. And these things need to be shared. And I think well, fair play to a lot of the actors have done um, articles and discussions about their experiences, what they're living with. And, um, I mean, ha- real hats off to Nathaniel Hall for showing that incredible, open, yeah, open well, discussion. Look, shining example, isn't it? He's in the show and yeah. he's alive and well. Yes, um, good. All right. Well, so we will leave it there for it's a sin um, for now. If you haven't watched the show, do watch it. If you have been watching it, let us know what you think. Indeed. Uh, on Twitter, at Quiddy Radio, where we've also posted the link to that Terence Higgins article. Okay, some more music now. And then after that, the GDC will be playing Spin It or Bin It, choosing from three new records. Only one of them will be played on the show this morning. But first, it's Wham. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Kim Wilde, Kids in America on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch from It's a Sin. A few songs this morning we're playing from the TV show for you. That one's a cracker. Oh, absolute cracker. I made a right old bop to that. Um, Good morning to my mum. My mum is listening. Uh, morning. Yeah, morning, Mum. And she's listening with Doreen Vi and Hoagie. I want to say very good morning to all of you. Thanks so much for tuning in to us this morning. 
Uh, no doubt they'll be pleased to hear that uh, the results of our poll this morning are in. Um, earlier on, we were talking about Shanty Talk, and it got us somehow to Rednecks Cotton Eye Joe, and I wanted to play it in full this morning for my birthday the GDC not so keen so we put it to you the listeners and uh, 75% of you in our Twitter poll said Cotton Eye yes so we will be ending the show today with Cotton Eye Joke by Redneck stay tuned for that can't believe it can't believe Um, it yeah alright now though it's time to play Spin It or Bin It yes Um, every week I pick three new songs play a clip to the GDC and he picks one of them to play in full on the show. Two of them go in the bin. Dumped. Forgotten forever. Or probably until next week when we'll change our mind and decide <laughs> actually we'll play them. Like I did. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, three big ones for you this week. Okay. Two of them from artists you will know. One from some money perhaps won't. Um, we're going to go big to begin with. This is new from Clean Bandit. It's <gasps> called Higher. Clean Bandit featuring Ian Dior. That's higher. New from them. What do you think? Huge fan of Clean Bandit. You know that. That that sounds really great to me. I'm very excited about that. I like that every time they come back, they sort of tweak their sound a little bit. There's something a bit new in there. You're, you're the, so right. They're progressing, but it's like, oh, let's let's add this different yeah. drum beat and a slightly different, I don't know, synth. <laughs> it's sort of like a scientific approach to music, isn't it? Just change one thing in the experiment. At yeah. a time. Love and it. they got rid of those violins some time ago. Yes. And then there was the squawking noise that yeah. came in. That's gone. And now almost like a little rock sound maybe creeping in there. Anyway, Clean Bandit, Ian Dior, higher. Our first option this morning on Spin It or Bin It. Strong Next, opener. Strong opener. This is the one I think you won't be familiar with this artist. Uh, Jubel, they're called. And this is their new song, Weekend Vibe. Jubel, Weekend Vibe, or Vibes. Um, what do you make of that? He sounds a bit like Ollie Alexander, don't you think? That Ooh, vocal. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, actually. And uh, you know I love a week- oh, Weekend Bop. That's great. Really strong second choice. I really enjoyed that. I've just seen here that it says, um, in brackets, dirty on that version. So <laughs> oh. if you do choose that, be warned. Cool. Who knows what those weekend the Weekend Vibe might involve. Expletives. Um, <laughs> third option today. Uh, DJ and producer Sam Felt featuring Kesha who you might know invented TikTok Um, this is called Stronger Kesha, Sam Felder, Felt and Stronger, um, your final option on Spin It or Bin It. What do you think of that one? I was really enjoying the message there. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, quite inspirational. It is. I felt. Quite yeah. Eurovision-esque, I thought. It could be, couldn't it? Yeah. Ooh, Kesha at Eurovision. There's an idea. There's an idea. Um, all right, let's recap. Clean Bandit, Ian yep. Dior, Higher was mm-hmm. song one. Song two, Jubel, Weekend Vibe. 
which I think you quite liked. Um, and finally, Sam Felt and Kesha with Stronger. Um, first of all, um, I want to know the first of those songs you're going to put in the bin today. Those are three really epic, strong choices. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. It's your birthday, obviously, and you, you, <laughs> you, you wanted to go strong. I didn't um, want to let myself down. I'm going to... I mean, this is very marginal, if I'm honest. I'm going to leave Kesha, I think, to start okay. with. Okay, yeah. I think I got sufficient inspiration from the 22nd clip, me too. actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah, fair choice. All right, well, that leaves two. Clean Bandit and Jubel going head-to-head here. Um, well, let's have it. Which one are we spinning this morning on Spin It or Bin It? Oh, I always... Tension. Oh, God, I, I need to get a tension bed like off of X Factor. I know I? you do. Um, listen, I'm really excited about both of these songs, but because I don't know them, can I go with Weekend Vibe, please? You can indeed. Here it is, Jubel, Weekend Vibe, the winner this morning yes. on Spin It or Bin It. Woohoo! Oh, Jubel, Weekend Vibe, the winner on Spin It or Bin It this morning. I, I thought that was nice. Enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. A couple of our friends did not, not mentioning well, any names. Well, that's why they're not on the radio, isn't it? <laughs> indeed. Um, <laughs> Well Very nice. All right. Well, if you're into your new music, uh, we've got just the show for you. Coming up after us today, our new show on Queerly Out Loud is here with Kenny Fitzpatrick, who has very kindly um, left us a message this week to tell us what's coming up on the show. Um, here's Kenny. Hey, everyone. This is Kenny Fitzpatrick, the host of the Out Loud Queer Music Radio Show. On our next show, we have a fantastic lineup of incredible music from incredible artists from around the world. And it all kicks off with the brand new release of Travi Austin's Happy Funk Trunk. That's his brand new single. We also have a ton of new releases. And we have this week's fan favorite choice, our request of the week. So that's all coming up on the next episode of Out Loud. So stay tuned right here on QueerlyRadio.com. There you go. Kenny's here with Out Loud at Midday. Um, he said on Twitter last week that we have sexy English voices. Indeed he did. I wish he'd put that in his clip. <laughs> Just to verify it that we weren't blowing yeah. our own trumpets. <laughs> yeah, we're not making that up. It's on Twitter. You can search for it. Um, good. All right. Time now for the GDC's Random News. Yes. Yeah, so um, I don't know if I'm allowed to name the name, but it's a very popular, well-known high street sandwich seller. Probably sufficient. Okay, said enough. Um, they, they've got a lawsuit against them at the moment by two Californian women. Um, they're trying to rally a lot more people uh, to get on board with this. Uh, apparently, apparently, the tuna sandwich that they've eaten... I don't know why they ended up getting this tested for some random reason. But uh, it's a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, uh, yet have been blended together... To imitate the appearance of tuna, it's not tuna and not even fish. Uh, They've yet to reveal what they actually think that this tuna is. Um, Goodness. But understandably, they're absolutely livid. Um, There has been a report uh, released. Public spokesperson has said, we deliver 100% cooked tuna to our restaurants, mixed with mayonnaise, in freshly made sandwiches, wraps and salads, and served and enjoyed. Um, So apparently these claims are baseless. But I'm entirely fixated on this random news of what is this research they've done and what could the tuna be that's not tuna? What is not tuna? What, What? I dread. I actually dread to think. And then, then I got sort of thinking: Is are these like horrendous customers that like have given this chain such oh, a bad yeah. time? And literally, the servers have kept something under the counter and gone right. The next time they come in, oh maybe cat food coming out. 
Or they might be professional complainers, of course. True, true. And just want to earn a load of money. Yeah, yeah. Or this is the new horse meat scandal. Uh, indeed. Could be, indeed. could be. Just be careful mm. what you eat, people. Yeah. You just don't know. You careful just what you put know. in your mouth. Yes. Um, good. All right, more music now. This is Ava Max with Head and Heart. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Malia Sivets, Broke Boy on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Uh, nearly the end of the show. I know. Um, we've got a little bit left. I'm, I've got one more story to share with you this morning. Spare a thought for Billie Eilish, um, teen singing sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've all been doing a bit of, well, a lot of online shopping during the pandemic. Indeed. And uh, probably bought things we didn't perhaps really need mm-hmm. or want, just got bored or drunk and ordered them. Um, anyway, uh, Billy uh, has accidentally ordered 70 boxes of Fruit Loops. <laughs> how, how does one accidentally well, do this? So her explanation <laughs> is basically like, I've been too famous for too long to know how much things cost. Oh, so I went on Amazon and I wanted some Fruit Loops and I thought, hmm, $35 seems reasonable for a box. <laughs> What? Um, and she ended up with with seventy boxes because that is how much seventy boxes the mini boxes of Fruit Loops cost. Wow! How <laughs> out of touch is she? She's not been massive I mean, that long. You say that, but we all we've all done these silly things online, haven't we? Oh, you must remember some of my lockdown drunken purchases. Like, do you remember when I started decorating my front room and I went online to find a nice lampshade? And clearly it had one too many oh, gins yeah. and ended up with this like two <laughs> foot wide copper reflective Velcroed shade. Oh, it was the, just the worst thing ever. Like, yeah, you've got to be careful what you're ordering. I remember just every week spotting something new in the background of your Zoom. <laughs> yeah. It didn't necessarily. It wasn't like Linda Barker had been in and done your room up. Um, is that Linda Barker? Does she do interiors? Or I can, no, that's the t- Sue Barker's the tennis woman. Linda Barker does do changing rooms. Good. All right. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah, thank um, you. Clarifying. On the way after us this morning, Out Loud with Kenny, LGBTQ plus music all the new releases he's got for you for the next hour and um, playing songs like this one. This is Dance Yourself Clean and Michael Medrano. This song's called Sugar. I love it. Dance Yourself Clean, Michael Medrano with Sugar and um, bring us to the end of this morning's Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Indeed, on your birthday. Again, a very happy birthday. Thank you. And thanks for that lovely hamper. Can't oh. wait to get stuck into that. Oh, you're going to enjoy that this afternoon. Now, Rob, if anyone has slept in and joined us late today, can they listen to us again? Of course they can, oh, of um, I'm so glad you asked in this completely unprompted <laughs> exchange. Um, yeah, this show's on again at 5 tonight, 5pm, the new time for the replay on queerlyradio.com, Alexa, oh, she's off, and uh, the Radio FM app, or you can listen in full on Spotify. The show will be live from tomorrow. Amazing. That's a brunch cast, isn't it? It's called, I believe... Um, the podcast is called Brunchcast. The show is called Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Brilliant. Know your brand. Know what you're talking about. <laughs> well done, G. Um, and if, if you did want to catch up as well on anything we discussed on Queerly Loves, where we discussed all the podcast, TV and book reviews, if you sign up to the newsletter on the website, www.queerlyradio.com, you will get a very handy email once a week with all links yeah. to everything we discussed. Just so, just in case you forget or yes. get bored in the week, that email will arrive and you'll be sorted for entertainment. Anyway, uh, Kenny's here with Out Loud next, but we leave you today 
Uh, the winner of our Twitter poll, you asked for it. Can't I wanted it. it. Can't believe it. The GDC didn't. Um, <laughs> Going to play this for you. It's Rednecks with Cotton IJ. We'll see you next Sunday live at 10. Bye. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC.